0: Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. I'm Roy Walkenhorst.
1: And I'm Judy Brooks. And if you've listened to us on a regular basis, you know our focus on Healing Quest is integrative health and holistic wellness. On several occasions in the recent months, we've talked about the concept of forest bathing and the research by Dr. Ching Li, a professor at Nippon Medical School in Tokyo that's been done on it. He's been studying how nature affects people since 1990.
0: One of the things that's amazing is he's found that only two hours of being in nature can lead to a host of benefits like reducing blood pressure, lowering blood sugar levels, boosting the immune system, and improving memory. He's also found that the white blood cells responsible for fighting cancer increased dramatically, and the level of stress hormone cortisol drops significantly. He says all that happens simply by walking aimlessly and slowly without a phone in your hand in a forest.
1: Well, in fact, he says it can happen in urban areas as well, like parks that we have lots of. We have lots of them. I know we have a lot of them in California, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Where they have lots of trees And in fact, a forest bathing club has been formed in San Francisco And the club has about 2,000 members And its founder, Julia Plevin Has written a book called The Healing Magic of Forest Bathing So joining us by phone now from the forest, actually Is Julia Plevin To help us further explore the healing magic of forest bathing Hi, Julia Hi Hi, welcome to 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 Good, well, we're happy to have you here with us so first, I just want to ask you, what led you to explore the benefits of forest bathing?
2: For me, I was always loved being in nature, but it wasn't until I was studying in New York City, getting my um, MFA, that I started to realize the mental health effects of being disconnected from nature. So I started to really understand like all the ways that being disconnected from nature affects us. And then no matter what I read the solution was always to reconnect to nature and so that's what started this help me start this club was okay um i was wanting to reconnect to nature and wanting to see who else would be interested and it's been the past five or six years since that
1: well i know you did a lot of research on this i think you you traveled to japan and you went to new zealand i think right and several other Mm -hmm. places researching the health benefits of being in nature
2: yeah um a lot of my initial research was just, you know, while in New York City through in- interviews and books and reading um, and then my own experience. And then I, um, once I started to write this book, that's when I did a lot of travel to New Zealand and uh, Japan. And I spent time with, um, in Japan where they started this practice um, as well as with a Shigendo Buddhist monk in Guatemala with Mayan elders. And what really struck me the most was that even though you're different places around the world, this practice of connecting to nature is so core to human existence.
0: So if one of our listeners is going, this sounds really good, how do I do it? I just need to find a forest and go sit on a tree stump. How would you describe the process of getting the most out of forest bathing?
2: Yeah, Um, you, you know, (laughs) if you have a forest, you can go take a walk in it. Um, If you're in a city and you have a tree that, you know, like just a, urban tree or a patch of grass you can still forest bathe wherever you are and that's really some of the benefits of it it's about awakening your senses so as opposed to like going for a hike where you might be trying to get mileage in or run calories or you might have um, your phone you know listening to music this is about slowing down and attuning so there's different practices of um, attuning your senses and that's just one invitation Um, and then like connecting to nature in in ways that are natural, how humans have always been, but not in modern life.
1: So, what, in what way? I mean, can you give us an example of, of what would be different than just sitting in nature or walking slowly in nature to connect? And, and let's just say, if you're not in the forest, let's—I think probably most of our listeners out there are going, "Well, maybe once in a while I get to the forest, but I, you know, not on not on a regular basis." Do you meditate, or what do you do?
2: Yeah, I mean. There's research that shows, yeah, just being out in nature, one minute of looking up at a tree will increase your sense of awe. Um, Trees emit these essential oils known as fight that will boost your natural killer selectivities. So really, it's about doing nothing. It's about just going to nature to do nothing. And the thing that's really the challenge in our modern life is how do we get from being the human doing to the human being? And that actually takes, you know, as a practice.
1: Yes it and is. So
2: yeah, one thing that I find personally that helps me is to give offerings. Um and when I lead a, a group I say, you know, we are at this time, like what do we get from nature? And people will say we get food, water, air, you know, we get everything that we have from nature. And what do we give back?
1: You yes. know? Yes, <laughs> like, and what do we give back? Yeah.
2: Right. And so this idea of reciprocity that is so core to being in right relations with the earth has just been completely disregarded in modern life. So I talk a lot about how can we give back to nature? And that might be a physical offering, you know, like seeds or rose petals, or that might be with your time or a prayer or a song or some music or a little some land art with found nature objects. You know, so that's one example of a practice that you might do while forest bathing.
0: If you're just joining us, I'm Roy Walkenhorst.
1: And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest, and we're talking about the healing benefits of something called forest bathing. And Julia Plevin is here, who has started a club in San Francisco, and she's kind of educating us about that. (laughs) I'm curious about what some of the healing benefits that you've seen from forest bathing.
2: Time and time again, I've just been in awe of this practice um, for my own life. And also for how it shifts people, you know, how it shifts people from this state of fear, anxiety, scarcity into a space of connection, abundance, trust, love, which I think is really a big piece of the work at this time.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's a big piece of what we really are longing for as individuals on the planet and that sense of connection. And I know for yes. my I know for myself um, that being in nature is is my go to. Like, nature is my church. When I'm out of sorts, I really I really need to be in nature. I understand what you're saying. I've actually never done forest bathing, or I never thought of it as forest bathing. But I guess just being in nature, sitting, you know, and being quiet, doing nothing, and feeling the life that you feel from nature, that energy, the vibration. I have to ask. I've been you know talking a lot about the changes that are going on in the planet and the earth's resonance. So you've been doing this for about five years. Have you noticed a difference in the way you're feeling now when you connect with nature than you might have been? Because they say the resonance of the earth, uh, the Schumann resonance has changed. So have you noticed a difference? Yes, I've noticed a difference. You know, and I think,
2: well, on like a, you know, societal level, when I first came up, heard about these terms, eco-anxiety, eco-paralysis, um, all the ways that nature affects our mental health, it was like I'd never heard of anyone talking about it before. And I felt like I had discovered something. And now this is so much in the news. You know, there's so many articles every day about children dealing with this intense time that we're in and the eco-anxiety of it. And so I've noticed a lot of people looking, you know, like, what am I supposed to be doing in these times? Um, and I personally feel that in the earth too. Like I feel we have to hold more. Like there's, these practices still work, but there's more kind of a, this like stress and anxiety.
1: From the earth. Was
2: even five years ago.
1: Yeah, From the earth. Yeah. The earth is stressed. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm yeah. reading about and, and hearing about too. So I was wondering if you'd, if you'd seen a change. Well, we don't have a lot of time left, but I, you know, let's, let's talk a minute about how people can connect with you and how they can connect with your club and what are the things you offer.
2: You can connect to me. um, My website is juliaplevin.com. The Forest Bathing is forestbathing.club. And I have a book out, The Healing Magic of Forest Bathing. I also run this club, which is based in San Francisco. And um, now we have branches in different places, too. So you can either join a branch where you are or start a branch where you are. are. And I've been feeling really called kind of in these times we're talking about is to support individuals, to create their own
1: nature-centered offering. I love that. I mean, I, I think this is a topic that I'd like to explore a little bit more with you, a little more in depth, and particularly where it affects um, our mental health because we have such a huge mm-hmm. mental health problem right now that, that isn't really getting addressed. So if there's ways that we can do it by just being in nature, I would love to know more about that. So. Mm-hmm. And you're in the forest yeah. right now, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I... <laughs> Part of my practice is listening to the trees and being guided by the trees to do the work that I'm here to do. Um, And sometimes it looks a little bit confusing. Like People are like, why are you moving to Southern Oregon when you have a club in the Bay Area? And I'm like, I don't know. But the trees told me there's some reason that I'm supposed to be here right now.
1: Um, (laughs) I love that. I'm
2: living inside the Cascades-Siskiyou National Monument, which is about 15 miles from
1: Ashland, Oregon. Well, lucky you! I lo- I love that. Well, Julia, thanks for your time today. I'll let you go, and I'm hopefully, sure this we'll is get not you-
0: going to be the only time we're going to speak.
1: No, for sure not. Well, uh, we'll have to get you back, and sure. I'd love to go on one of your forest bathing trips sometime. So. thanks yeah, again. Yeah, nice
2: to have you. Thanks, Ryan, Judy.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You take care, and we'll speak again soon. Thanks, Julia. We've been speaking to Julia
0: Plevin. Her last name, by the way, is spelled P L E V I N. About the Forest Bathing Club, she founded five years ago in San Francisco. She's also written a book titled The Healing Magic of Forest Bathing. You can find out more about the club at forestbathing.club. Up next, the latest on Judy's self-care quest and details on why action can be an important part of self-care.
1: And don't forget, Healing Quest podcasts are available at our website, healingquest.tv. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Healing Quest, and we hope you do. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm
0: Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio.